now listening to the No Lies Were Told podcast with Mama Felicia, J. Bobby, and Big Ben of LDN. You got a special. First, first of all, first of all, let's one, just two. say one, two, one, two. Yeah, we started, bro. Okay. <laughs> we started, bro. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you know this voice. It's your boy, Big Ben of LDN. Here, circulating like the M25. <laughs> M4. <laughs> That's more like it, isn't it? M4. But, Westbound, eastbound. Do you know what? Sorry, um, I'm interrupting. The introduction, bro, just messed the whole thing up. No way, no, no stress, no stress. That voice you hear. First of all, let me explain. So, uh, Jay Bobby has gone on holiday. So, she's out for two weeks. She's living a high life somewhere. Mm-hmm. All much respect to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mama Felicia is actually just chilling. She can't do it today. I think she's gone out somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I've got a special guest, one of my brothers from Day. Mm-hmm. He's been he's like yeah, he's just been there for me ever since university. And we've been hanging out. Mm-hmm. We caught a vibe. Mum was blowing up in the university uh, SU. Jeez. Now it's taking it back to taking it to the the mainstream. Selling out? No, <laughs> it's not selling out. Nah, 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 nah. If you got a, times have changed, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's Moses Midas. Cheese. It's That's that a, guy. I need my side effects. <laughs> I'm used to being in control. I like that. Ah, hey. you feel that one? Hey. I like. It. No, thank you. It's my guy, Moses Midas. You, His special you. guest. Yeah. Thank you. Inter- for for the people them told Moses, tell them mm. who you are, man. Mm, Moses Midas, uh, the guy with 15 jobs, uh, DJ, voiceover artist, uh, startup investor, uh, or oh, I try I try to be. Yeah, man. Fake vegan, <laughs> <laughs> and a few other things on the side. Always keeping my eyes open, keeping my ears open for everything. Yeah, man. That's so it. we we're just gonna vibe and wanna see mm. how this goes. This is awesome. I've been listening to your podcast like for the last what six episodes so I appreciate far. It, man. So and I saw you start from episode one. I pre- yeah, we got- and I always tell you, bro, just get started. We had a, you gave me a lot of advice on how yeah. to do this to start it up, and I appreciate all the love mm. and the support of what you've done. So yeah, man, it's just I appreciate love. But mm, mm, mm. you know, I wanted to get you on here because we've been talking from day about all of this stuff, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of I think the way that we talk is. It's not like who anyone else, and the things that mm-hmm. we know about the music industry is not like anyone else. Mm-hmm, so it's important mm-hmm. that people on the podcast and people that are listening know how what sort of things we understand about music, yes. and your insight is yes. so important. Yes. To that. Okay, I hope so. I hope so. So, so let's start from the very beginning, Mo. Mm. Let's start. So you're a DJ now. Yep. Where did it all start? Where did it all start from? Um, you know what. Like every DJ or, or producer or artist, it starts from the love of music. Yeah. So even like yourself, if you love music, you will find a way to get yourself in. So I, I my parents tell me I used to rap around the house, used to repeat <laughs> bars from people. Yeah. Obviously, I just enjoyed it. I didn't know what I was doing. Who was your favourite artist when you were growing up, when you were younger? I don't even want to say. <laughs> it's embarrassing. No, I'll say mine. So okay. when I was younger... I used to like Vanilla Ice. What age? What age? What age or, or era? Uh, like when Vanilla Ice was late eighties, early nineties. So this is the stuff you were repeating. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Little Ben, Big Ben now. Little Ben back then. When yeah. I was little, you know, Ice, Ice Baby. Dun, of dun, 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 dun. And then you realize where the actual sample comes from. I see. Yeah, I see. and then 
uh, when I was when I was growing up, my mum and my dad would bring bring me VHSs mm. that were New Kids on the Block. Really, Marky Mark's brother. I can't remember his Mark Wahlberg's brother. I can't remember his name, but yeah, mm-hmm. Marky Mark. Uh, all of them, man. They were for me. They were cold. You go further back than me. I was. I tell you what. You know when Elton John used to play the piano. Yep, that was my guy, bro. So what is this? Ninety five, ninety six. No, this is early eighties. How do you remember this though? This is the stuff that was playing in the house. Yeah, man. Okay. My mom used to play uh, wow. Lisa Stansfield. She used to play. Uh, what was it That's Black incredible. Street? Yeah, she, I remember being in back of my mom's car. Mm. She would have SWV, Black Street. She would have some MJ. All of these different things. Ah. I remember playing. You know um, Warren G. Yep. Uh, what's that? Uh, uh, what oh, his big one? Regulate. Regulate. Yeah. I remember that being banged out in the back of my as mom's a car. child. That's a that's a gory song to listen to as I a child. I was scared. <laughs> But that was what. But what? Get what the ting, mum. Get the ting. Boy, that's what she was on, so I had to be on it. But for you, mm. what sort of stuff were you listening? Michael to? Jackson, I can relate to. So again, it probably comes back to parents. Mm. So what was uh, being played when I was growing up in the car? Uh, James Brown. My dad loves James Brown. Yeah. Still to this day. Yeah. So that's the stuff I used to listen to. But when it came to hip hop, it was more uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh really? Yeah, doggy style. His early stuff. Yeah, doggy style. Well. Doggy style is still on repeat now. Yeah, I feel that. I can almost recite the whole album back to front, front to ah. back, including skits, everything. And imagine, obviously, I'm maybe, mm, let's say, nine years old. I shouldn't be listening to Doggy <laughs> style. <laughs> but you were, but you were. And it influenced you in a way of course. that you didn't even know. Of course, because I was repeating things. No idea what he was saying, but I was repeating things. I liked the melodies. Uh, there was jokes in there. It was yeah. playful, somewhat. But so, still. So then mm. you're listening to Snoop Dogg. That's having an influence you. You're listening to it around the house, reciting yep. the lyrics. Where, what sort of stuff other other than Snoop Dogg were you listening to? Where did it go uh, from there? So we were also going to church quite heavily. So every Sunday we'd be at church. We'd be singing. Uh, I used to get involved in the choir. I used to get involved in the, the, anything sound or technical side. Yeah. So I used to be behind the board, just supervising, because yeah. I was too young at the point. They didn't really trust me. So they said, you can come and sit here for the church service yeah. and you can watch us press the buttons, sort out the choir, blah, blah, blah. I tried a little bit of guitar. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Or maybe I just didn't give it enough time. Okay. So I tried the piano. I used to try all the instruments just yeah. because I had access. That's No, but do you know yeah. what? That's sick. Because it is, yeah. You've had you had this orchestra in front mm. of you of all of these instruments, mm. and at least you had your hand at trying each one of them. Exactly, and we're going to church every Sunday. And you know, you know, black parents, church isn't just an hour in, hour out. It's the whole and, the whole Sunday. Oh my god, clear it's out, time. Clear out your entire. If you've yeah. got something in the evening. Don't, nah, you're not don't, going, bro. Don't make plans unless going. they're with church people, so you can go together. You say, yeah. "Hey, bro, what are you doing tomorrow? Church, isn't it, bro? What are you talking about? It's a whole day. Don't, don't, but you're gonna be yeah. finished by three. No, nah, boy. <laughs> Who knows? Man's got, <laughs> man's got. You got the, the, the normal service, yeah. then you got after service, yeah. then you've got evening sermon. Yeah. Then, boy, there's teas and coffees in between. Hey, madness. Yeah. You and go out for lunch, and you come back. Exactly. It's like a job. So in that time yeah. after the church service, I'd be there while my parents are having their conversations. I'd be there just playing with the instruments, talking to the people, just playing around, innit? You're just a kid. Yeah. And then that's how I sort of um, developed some more experience as to how to wire things up. Yeah. And I kind of just 
have always been around it. Even at school, I studied uh, <laughs> drama, drama technical side of drama, not acting. Yeah. So this is GCSE times. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was still there. This is still before DJing, so I used to press all the buttons and cue the lights. Oh, wow. You could have been a stage manager. Uh, there's still time. They, no, yeah, saying, yeah, you, you know, can still be a stage manager. Time. Yeah. And, and elements of all of that kind of come into it. And then eventually I, I fell in love with radio. And then that's when my now DJing side started coming through. But let's 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 rewind a second mm. because me and you met at university. Mm-hmm. So we both went to the same uni, mm-hmm. and we met. I, I can't remember when, but I remember going into. I, I, it must have been my second year, like your first year. I or could, yeah. And then we've been in, in the SU the students' union. I can remember. And you're banging out tunes, yeah. and I'm like. This is what I've been missing from university, bro. Yeah. Because the student union, you don't go. But yeah, when because, you're there, I'm yeah. like, bro, I'm going. Bro. You go there for socials. 100%. Just functions, yeah. You so. go there to get one pound beer, a snake bite, and, you move and then on. you're out, bro. Go to town. Yeah, man. Yeah. So the, the uni thing happened because, obviously, I was dabbling in hospital radio before. So I had some work experience. Okay. This is before uni. Okay. And then I had some uh, radio shows in some small stations in London before uni. So in that summer before. Yeah. Because I was just applying everywhere. Whatever station I can get into. Yeah. Just getting one hour slot. How did come you and know? Supervise. How did you know that you wanted to be in radio though? Because... Uh, probably because of music and I used to love like people used to say you're a good storyteller as yeah. a kid that you, you could tell stories you, you people like listening to you blah 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 and I just used to love radio yeah and I still do I still do obviously things have changed now so radio has changed yeah but um, I still do so I think um, when I got to uni sorry yeah the uni thing yeah. when I got to uni I was applying for the student radio station and obviously at uni the student radio station is run by students yeah of course it's not a business of so course. they don't care yeah as long as you are willing to show up every week at a certain time when you say you can show up yeah they'll take you on yeah so I ended up getting a producer uh, slot for a Friday night show called okay. Flow Jam Sessions <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was run by uh, a, a guy a Jamaican guy actually he was a student there his show only lasted about a month, but I was a producer for his show. So what do you need to do as a producer? Um, everything you did today. So wiring the mics, making sure all the levels are okay. Are you serious? Test the CD players. Because obviously, you know, who knows who came before you? Imagine this equipment's out all the time. You might come tomorrow and people have unplugged it, changed the settings. So he needs. I need to be able to come early, set all this up so mm. you can come and sit down when it's time for your show yeah. and be like... Let's go. Let's go live. Okay. Yeah. And then between all of that, I need to make sure your records are clean. Oh, yeah. so you listen to all of the cuts before That's they're it. actually played on air. Yeah, I okay. check the track listings, see if we can post them up online. Yeah, yeah. Um, make sure the headphones are working. Everything you can imagine. So just so that the person presenting or DJing can come just, and sit down. Literally sits down and then plays. Yeah. Doesn't need to worry about the technical side. So that's wow. what I was doing for a few weeks. So basically what you said is Charlie Sloth does nothing, bro. Uh, he focuses. Nah, no, I'm joking, nah, I'm joking, nah. I'm joking, I'm joking. I love I know, you, Charlie. I know, I know. You saying no, no, I'm joking. I'm playing joking. Charlie's a massive talent, and we love him. He is. Bitch, yeah. But he all he has to focus on is being Charlie Sloth. Of course. So when he's screaming down the mic, saying he's the best looking fat guy, yeah. The producers they're like checking the levels. Oh, please, Charlie, don't do. That. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know that's that's a producer's job. So I did that for three weeks, and the guy I was doing the show with, a guy called um, I call him Flo for now, Flo yeah. Jam Sessions. Yeah. He stopped turning up. So that show became mine, yeah, like a month in. 
Wow. Because I was the only one still turning up. And this is Friday night. Wow. Eight, eight till, sorry, oh, so ten you, till twelve. So you weren't going out on Fridays. You were no. at this radio station. I was doing the radio show ten till twelve and mm. then going out. So downstairs to the union. I, I feel you. I feel you. Now, uh, it came to the point where I think Trevor Nelson was coming to DJ. Yeah. One of the guys that works at the SU, because the radio station is in the SU. Yeah. The, one of the guys that works in the SU came upstairs, thought I was a DJ. At this point, I couldn't DJ on turntables. Yeah. Came upstairs and said, um, Moses, uh, we're going to open the second room. Do you want a DJ tonight? I said, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, simple. I didn't even hesitate. I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Had no idea how to work any of the equipment, DJ equipment. The stuff that's in the radio studio when you're doing a show is different. Di- completely different. Yeah, it's push, play, stop, yeah. pause, yeah. that's it. You haven't got a platter, you can't mix, you can't yeah, scratch, yeah. you can't do anything. And I only had two CDs on me because I was doing a one-hour show. Ooh, exactly. How many tracks on each CD? 16? <laughs> it's old school, isn't it? For them young people that don't know, a CD <laughs> is a round, cir- it's a circular disc. That holds information whereby <laughs> information. you can you can put like songs on it. Data. I, I know you're not used to this because you have MP3s and you just send things via e- not even email. You just listen to things on SoundCloud. CDs or what? Don't make me go back into VHSs uh, and uh, cassettes, cassette uh, record and uh, uh, MIDI files and M- and what's uh, the what's the what's mini disc? Mini disc, bro. Uh, mini, mini disc. But, yeah. yeah. So. You had to. Mm. You had to see two CDs. I had two CDs on me. One was instrumentals, actually. Yeah. The other one was the the songs because when you're doing a radio show, you can have the song playing that you're you're gonna play, yeah. and then after that, in between, you have an instrumental that you talk over. Yeah. Introduce the next song. It was that type of show. You're giving some proper in depth yeah. cuts, like you need to know this though. It helps, isn't it? This is 2008, by I the way. I didn't even know that. So you have yeah. instrumentals and you have yep. the normal te- the So you've songs. got the normal song, then you have an instrumental. Where you can find, talking, yeah. yeah. If you can find the instrumental of the actual song, even better. If not, just come with something similar. Mm. And then that's that's what I had on me. So he he got me to DJ downstairs. They opened the second room, and that was my first DJ set. How did it go? I can't remember to be honest with you. But was, probably terribly. It was that good. First of all, I couldn't <laughs> work the equipment, and this is before Google. You couldn't just Google something. Get I didn't even have a smartphone. Bobby, I had a, I haven't had a Motorola Razor. So right, okay. I went down there. All I saw was the play button. I could see where to put the CD in, and I could see how to select song next song. So there was probably no mixing. It was probably one song. People dance. They kind of stop for a little bit. That's blessed, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got it popping off anyway. He's Basically, blessed, was blessed. Yeah. And that guy from that on, uh, that day on, because it was a sold out day, he was like, you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> just because the venue was already sold out and yeah. they, they just happened to open the second room. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. I was still nervous. Of I, and you could see I'm carrying nothing, just two CDs. Yeah. And then um, after that, he looked after me. So anytime they had an open day or they opened the second room, I was DJing. And that gave me a chance to practice. So you literally were practicing while you would... While playing. And then also I would ask him, can I come and try out the equipment at other times? So he knew. At that point, he kind of knew. He was like, I'm giving this guy a chance, but he's dedicated. So I'd go do my radio show, hang around for a little bit, use the equipment, go downstairs, chat to the guys. So I was always in, in in the mix. Yeah. And just hung around. And that's probably what um, led to then the next step and the next step and the next step. So how did you Mm. get into, like, 
do you, you DJ at One yeah. Extra. You do voiceovers at One Extra. Voiceovers. Voiceovers yeah. at One Extra. Mm. How did you get to be at One Extra doing voiceovers? Bro, it's a it's a it's a long road, but it all comes down to being an opportunist. Who do you know? No one. I knew no one at the time. Really? Yeah. So I mean, essentially. We started in first year of uni. I was doing radio throughout. Yeah. So in my second year, I started doing radio shows at Radio Cardiff, which yeah. is in the city. Yeah. So I moved off student radio. See? Wow. Yeah. So this is now. This is 2009, 10. This is now like you're pro- broadcasting to the country. Basically. Oh, sorry, so, to the city. Yeah, to, to the, the city. city. So the city. Radio Cardiff, which is, I think it was 98.7 FM. Radio station still going now. Yeah. Um, very good people over there, actually. Yeah. Very good people. Uh, they gave me um, a show, I think it was Saturday nights, um, 11 till 1 or something. And by the way, th- you know, this is all community stations, so yeah. I wasn't making any money from radio at yeah, the time. Yeah, this is so. just all for the love and the passion. Basically, yeah. and I was excited though, because yeah. imagine I'm 19 years old and someone says, bro, you got a show with Radio Cardiff. I was gassed. Mm. I, was ga- I wasn't even driving um, my car, I didn't have my car at uni. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna spend some money, bring my car up, yeah. reinsure it, yeah. start driving around. Yeah. So I thought I was on top. Yeah, 19 years old, and I was still learning to DJ at the time, so I wasn't confident. Yeah, but I was getting booking, so yeah. I was like, you know what? I need to actually come back and and learn everything. Yeah, because people think I can DJ. I need yeah. to actually be able to go and DJ. Places. So then did you start buying equipment and just be like, that's no, it? I have to, yeah, you started to investing on. slowly. You so have to the be money, on it, yeah. Mm, so it was it was a, a an exciting time actually, and that was a thrilling time at the same time. Of course, thrilling. Man. I'm excited just hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a fact, level, I don't really get to talk about it too much, but because the conversation never comes up. But it was exciting because in one year, I felt like so much had happened. Yeah, I went from producing this small show. The guy stopped turning up. It became my show. Then I started DJing. Yeah. Then I, I became busy. So my weekends at uni started becoming me doing radio going back and forth, meeting artists. So I started becoming, I started being that role. At the same time, I'm still studying though. Yeah. So my weeks were full of, obviously we're still going out partying. Yeah. I used to see all the time. Yeah, of course. Um, Not not that much, but somewhat. (laughs) (laughs) Once or twice uh, a month. I was studying mum, yeah. Mama mama Felicia, mum was studying, yeah. Don't don't watch that suit. You made it out the other side. (laughs) Very true, very true. So that, that was an exciting time actually. 19 years old, obviously you're, you're naive to the world. Um, but at the same time, it feels like things are happening fast. Yeah, yeah. And you're so, just yeah. enjoying life, just doing mm. what you're doing. Exactly. And then when I finished, yeah. so when we finished uni, I, st- uh, I still stayed in Cardiff and I was doing a lot of driving up and down. Yeah. So from Cardiff to London, the odd booking in London, then yeah. I'd go back, I'd go Birmingham. And that's when the traveling started yeah. of going up and down the country. And at the same time, I had my demo from my Radio Cardiff days. Yeah. And I sent that to everywhere I could, all the main radio stations. So how does, are you sending it through, you know? Any email address you can find. Right, right, Any contact. And this is before Twitter. Right, right, right. This is before you could Google. All right, look, for Mm. people listening, yeah, I'm a bit old, but we're not that old. Mm, Basically, mm, mm. I can remember the very, very first time that someone said, have you heard this new thing called Facebook? I can go. remember the first yeah, time yeah, someone yeah. saying that to me. Oh yeah, I've got 20, 20 people that have uh, yeah, that are my yeah. friends, and I'm like, I'm not using this. My first year I got to mm. university. That's when it happened. My second of second year, I was like, no, I have to jump on this now, and I just started using, mm. uh, using Facebook. That's how long ago. What about Twitter? Tell us your Twitter. Twitter wasn't there. Yeah. I've only started using Twitter just like uh, what this year. Wow. I haven't not using it that mm. much, and I'm I was 
against it because I wanted to stay away from social media yeah mm. so I just wanted to be normal I just want, don't want to do any of this stuff I just want to be yeah, good be myself you. but now I'm heavy on Twitter mm. heavy on Instagram mm. you might Instagram some stuff this evening just for us team here mm. like, but Facebook that's in the background Facebook has yeah, they got too much of my information so exactly. that's just to promote this but too much data too much but yeah, so basically, this, you had to be resourceful back in the day. You had to, so, you had to properly email. You had to yeah, email, to look do... for phone numbers and call people and ask for an email address, pretend to be someone else and be like, oh, uh, I lost so-and-so's number. Can you, can you please give it to me? Yeah. You, you, all those games. That hustling exactly. mentality. And eventually it worked. I uh, had a guy at uh, One Extra that said, I like your voice coming. Yeah. I read a few scripts. Yeah. He said, oh, I like this. We'll give you a call. And that was it. And I went home and I told my parents, yo, i got a show on one extra. Are you serious? Yeah, I, t- I told my parents, I was like, I've got a show. I'm done. Wow. I don't need the degree. <laughs> and, then, and then what happened was, <laughs> the, guy called, the guy called back and said, yeah, come in. I've got some more scripts for you. Yeah. Turned out it was a voiceover job. Because I didn't ask the question. Yeah. I just sent a demo. He said, read the script. He liked the script. I said, that's it. He wants me to do a show. Yeah, got a show. Yeah, and then it turned out it was a voiceover gig. He said he wants me to be the next voice of One Extra. And that's the history of that period. Yeah. And that takes us almost up to present day. And now, obviously... um, the, the bless up to the guys at One Extra. Yeah, really one. They they look after me. They're good people. Very good. Very man. good people. I've been there for since 2011. I so almost seven years. They got everyone at One Extra, man. Yeah. We just lo- like they've given they've given been able due to your hard work, given mm. you an opportunity to be able to do something. And yeah, it's amazing. And actually, all the time, you know, someone someone reminds me. Oh, I just heard your voice. Just seen this. Da 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 da. Because, you know, the, my voiceovers have been playing on the station every day. Wow. Since 2011. Jeez, so, yes. so it's So it's nice. It's nice. And I have to remind myself. And funny enough, that story from Radio Cardiff reminds me like, rah, it's mad. Yeah. Things you, can Now you fast. can actually retrospectively look at where you've come from to where mm. you are right now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And this is not even the beginning of your journey. This ain't even... Like, this ain't the end. This is just the beginning of your journey, bro. Yeah, I think the problem is every time you hit a certain goal, you, your your eyes are already set far. Yeah. So that's probably what it is. Same as anyone, really. By the time you're like, oh, I can't wait to get that. Yeah. And once you've got it, you're already set. Ah, this is, this is a good start. What's next? 100%. What's over there? I'm even thinking, even with this, I'm just like, so mm. what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's exactly. the next thing? Exactly. I think you need to take a step back and just look at where you are Look at the landscape of what, where everything is, where you mm. are, and then just be like, all right, I need to plan for my next step and mm. then just do that. Plan two steps ahead, but don't look at, this is where I want to be. Obviously have that vision, yeah. but don't be like, this is what has to happen because if it doesn't happen, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. Be disappointed. Mm. So just be relaxed, be, be normal, see what the landscape is saying and then just go from there mm. and you'll be blessed. It's true. It's, it's so true. And, Probably it comes with age. That does. Probably. I like the youth's uh, enthusiasm mm. for everything. But sometimes... It's too scattered. It's yeah. like... Ah. Most of these guys out here have got a focus, but some of them are just... No, so some of the guys out here have got a focus and girls, but most of them are just... Yeah, I don't mm. know what they're doing. But. Do you reckon it's a lot of things like people don't know how long it takes or how much consistency it takes to a lot of A lot of reach. people. A lot of people think that overnight... Mm. Like we can name just even in the podcast space, we can name a lot of stuff you're doing. Mm. You've got the flight modes, 
that mm. you're doing every week, every every, every, every Sunday, every actually. Sunday, yeah. every week that you're doing that. Yeah. Listen to that flight mode. If you want to do that, Jeez. go on SoundCloud. You can go and check out Moses Midas on, on flight mode. Yeah. That's sick. Um, so are you up to 91 episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, haven't missed a week. 91 episodes. It's mad, isn't it? And you're on seven, so, you know, you'll get to 91 quick. Cheese and bread. And I know, so when I started the, the Flight Mode podcast, um, basically, it was a few things that sort of triggered it. First of all, I wasn't doing a weekly radio show anymore. Yeah. And I needed a space to just play tunes. Yeah. Songs for people are sending me, blah, blah, blah. And also, I do a lot of driving. Yeah. So I need music in the car. Yeah. And I don't want to keep switching songs on my phone just, or make playlists. You just playlists. want that one long mix yeah. of, of, tunes of tunes that you hear in your bedroom, but in maybe it. not in, in the it. club. So that's where Flight Mode came from. Something in between the club, the radio, and tunes you hear nowhere else. You like that setup, though? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> segway, segway, segway to. So that's where Flight Mode came from. And when I started it, I said, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. And every week I'm like, 91 weeks, what was I? I wish I started this five years ago. Bruv, I'm in, I'm in, we're in yeah. doing this from the beginning. I wish I started this five years ago, six exactly. years ago. Exactly, exactly. It would be sick. And yes. Have, like, we're, we're here now. And so. you can go back to, to episode, I can go back. So sometimes I'll go back to episode like 20 mm. and I can remember exactly what Where I was you, doing that what week. What you were doing, how you were feeling. Yeah, it's you, mad. Why you mixed this song into this. Yes, yes. All of that. Who, who was texting me, who was annoying me. Uh. And the name <laughs> Flight Mode, yeah, that's the other thing people always ask as well. Flight Mode, where'd that come from? Where did it come from? Because I used to be, actually, you know, I'm not even ready to share that story. Okay. Know? It's a bit personal. Fair, fair, fair. But you. Well, it, it's, it's a name that people kind of can relate to. People put their phone on aeroplane mode to, to disappear for a bit. I think of flight mode mm. as <coughs> constantly flying, like mm. flying to achieve something. That's why I like it. I, I've never heard that before. Flying to achieve mm. something, 110%. So, en route. When, I'm on an air, when, when I fly on an aeroplane, mm. I'm going on going to do whatever I do in business or whatever mm. and I, I was put on flight mode and it would just be there and it's mm. sick bruv mm, 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 it's just mm. there bruv Jeez. or I've, or I've got a long day at work bang on flight mode and it's yes, there yes yes to be fair I see you supported you know 110% like like man yeah, yeah. and I've built a nice little online community of people who are like religious because podcasts become part of your weekly routine if I don't hear yeah. the podcast I listen to yeah so I listen to like two <clears> or three and then Regular. I listen to stuff that is not podcast, but like the flight mode. I listen to Brilliant Idiots. I listen to, um, I'm getting into, there's another one, Let's Talk. There's another one, uh, Half Cast. Mm-hmm. Listen to Free Shots of Tequila. Yeah, of course. These, man, these are regular things. If you haven't listened to them, go listen to them because they're sick. They are sick. And then the way, obviously yeah. you have to listen to No Lies Were Told. This is the. They're this, already here, surely. They're here, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what. It's this. People do get very, very aggy if you don't hear. Yes. If you, if you miss a week, that's why yes, it was a yes, bit, yes. we can't miss another week. No, good. And also, you know, because I'm sure tomorrow you're like, oh, it's Friday, so I need to travel here. I need to do this. Yeah, man. Cool. So I'll load up this one tonight. So yeah. tomorrow I press play. Yeah. It will fit my journey. 100%. I'll, I'll end up there with a smile. Yeah. And that's what I do because podcasts become part of your routine. Every Sunday we're uploading. So you that now you've got two things. You've got flight mode, it's mm. on Mixcloud. You go download mm-hmm. that, you go listen to that. You got No Lies Were Told on a Sunday. It help you on your Monday commute. And then exactly. that's blessed, isn't it? 
let it be part of your routine. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. So the fly mode thing grew from, you know, 50 people to thousands Hundreds. a week. So people are enjoying it. They're like tweeting every week. Every week I'll get like a random DM from someone saying, oh, boss, thank you so much, boss. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm in Lagos and this is uh, nice. It's a nice Sick, song. Man. Sick. So I, 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 and sometimes I'm like, wow. So people are listening to this. I'm doing this for me. You've actually <laughs> don't know the reach that you have. Probably not. With the, and, it, mm. and the one thing I've said is you've got a stamp in time where you've influenced or you've had in a, a, a t- you've touched someone in some way. Mm, mm. So and that's sick, a nice man. Re- and that's what I was um, what I was alluding to earlier, saying radio has changed because before it was just FM. Yeah. Then it became digital. Yeah. Now it's on demand. Everyone can yes. have their own space at any time, anywhere. Yeah. So podcasts are the future. I'm telling you, bro. Mm. You get so, on it. I'm glad, and home? I never get to do speech ones, so I'm glad I'm here. Hey, people never get to hear me talk for more than thirty seconds at a time. You never know. Me and me and Moses might have something cooking up. You never know, bro. We Possibly. might do something, man. Possibly. What? Let. We're glad we had your your background. Now we need to get into some things, bro. What's going on? What's on your mind, boy? The first thing you heard about this R. Kelly thing. Uh, you need to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> What's R. Kelly been doing apart from being in the background in Elia's uh, album cover? AJ ain't nothing but a number while he's blurry and Elia's there. Um, nah, but more recently, still vague, still yeah, very no. vague. More recently, what has he done? R. Kelly brought out a 20-minute track Mm -hmm. called I Admit It. Mm -hmm. I had to listen. I've listened to half of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. You should. You should. I need to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But where I got up to, I was talking about how he doesn't go to church that often. Mm -hmm. How he... What else has he said? He got touched as a child. Yeah. He got molested. That's mad, bro. From a child to 14. Yeah. Um, he he's, he's he makes ha- no money. He's on the road. He signed away his publishing. We're gonna we're gonna divulge into each yeah. one of these. So the first thing, man has he's been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. from when he was a young child mm-hmm. up until fourteen. Now that has an effect on you, massive. No, yeah, ma- yeah. it's just that is that's mad. That massive, is mad. Massive. That is mad. And and you know to to obviously with well with the way things are these days, we know that. People who are abused as children become mm. abusers. The, the the chances are very high. The correlation, sorry. Yeah. The correlation is high. Yeah, mum. So, obviously, for someone like uh, R. Kelly, I think this is the first time he's ever said that. I never knew about it before no, this happened. No, neither did I. And we would have known, surely. Yeah, because he would have mm. said, he talks about his friends. But the, the thing with him having that experience, that is going to test him as a man... As a as a young child, forget man, as a as a and that's gonna shape every single relationship yep. he has yep. after that. Yep. So yeah, that is that's I don't know what to say about that. Um I guess it helps explain some of the uh, rumours we hear. You know? What what rumors you be hearing about? <laughs> uh having sex with underage girls, yeah, if marrying a Leah at fifteen. Yeah. These are rumors. Again, I don't know what the facts are, but it helps explain, it contextualizes some of this. Um, keeping girls prisoner in his house, having so a dungeon. He's had multiple different rumors. He's had yeah, the ones with Aliyah where he's been, been, uh, yeah, he's married her at fifteen or whatever years old. He's had rumors of him, as Mo's already said, mm. uh, you know, having cults and women. Why are you quoting to... me? 
sorry, sorry. Allegedly, <laughs> people, people, people. Sorry, people were said. People said allegedly, allegedly. he's had uh, you know women trapped in dungeons. In a dungeon. Yep. And people have come out. Allegedly, he's also had you know uh, he's he's uh, peed on a couple of women. Yeah. In, in videos. Yeah. So all of that can kind of be explained mm. as to what has happened previously in his life. And it's mad. To to have that at such a young, early age. It's mad. That it's affects mad. everything you do. Yes. How you yes. interact, especially with women. Yes, exactly. And that's so, the point. So if it's true, it's a very sad case. 100%. And I think hopefully one day uh, we will all help you know find out the truth and try and maybe there'll be a film a book somewhere do you, do you really want to see that film bro yeah imagine if, if michael jackson had a film because i try and relate this to mj because he he had similar rumors didn't he's he? definitely had he's had the rumors of uh touching little boys yeah he's had the rumors of he's been um michael has said that he's been assaulted as a young kid there you go there you go and so, he's, he's had a book i think there's been a, a biography not autobiography it was a biography that i read um from michael jackson about his upbringing and, yeah, yeah. and how strict his dad was yeah, and yeah, yeah. how the family dynamics were and how small the house was yeah. cramped blah 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 but obviously it will be different if he could tell us exactly what happened yeah he's gone now so he won't be able to but, exactly but, so maybe R. Kelly will have a chance to do that because R- people we, we can learn from it R. Kelly should definitely he should definitely well I guess this song I admit it, is his mm. his version what I will say about R. Kelly that man can sing both He's got bangers. From trapped in the clock. He's the only brother that can talk. Man will be talking, I'm going to the bus stop. And he'll just be talking and it will sound sick. Yeah. Maybe that's sick. his therapy though, isn't it? That's the way he kind of like, he can only he can't talk about things, he can only sing it. Trapped in the closet was sick. It was, it was. Forget yeah, who yeah, that yeah. person was. It was. Trapped in the closet was sick, bro. It was sick. He's sick, he's talented. Same as Michael Jackson. Same as Chris Brown. Same as all these people who are shrouded with mystery. So one day we will find out, bruv, R. Kelly is is uh he's in the history books. For for, for good music. and bad. Reason. Yeah, yeah, for for good and bad. And the funny thing is, we don't even know the bad stuff. It's only been rumours, isn't it? Mm. We technically we don't have there's no cases, no one's ever come out on video. Unless I'm wrong, but I've never seen anything. Mm. Surely, in this age, we would have seen something. Or well, the, vi- the video or of court him, case or the video of him with mm. that underage girl and him peeing on people. Mm. We saw that there was a Grammy in the flipping video with it says R. Kelly best male. <laughs> Serious? No, oh, okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! There wasn't a Grammy. There wasn't a Grammy, but there was definitely there was a video. There was a video of him and what whatever transpired. But it just feels like. It's still like shrouded in mystery. Like I don't want to change the subject, but no, no. Scott Storch. Have you seen the? I have. Mm. You know, what? yeah, we should add that to the list because we need to discuss that. Scott Storch's story. We'll get onto that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But R. Kelly. We need another hour. <laughs> I don't know if the people. We might have to make this a two-part episode. Two parts. But the R. Kelly thing. Oh, I don't know what to say. Man's okay. brought out twelve play. Man's brought a trapped in the closet. Mm. Man put a. Um, he brought out so many bangers. Bangers. Step in the name of love. Oh, Happy people. Ignition. Yeah, ignition. Bump and grind. Oh. Yeah. So many. It's, it's too many. And he's influenced so many other artists from, that have come from that. From You wouldn't have Usher. 
You wouldn't have Chris Brown. You probably wouldn't have Miguel. Nope. You wouldn't have all of these men. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't have Trey songs if it wasn't for R. Kelly. Not in the same capacity. Never. So, what does this tell us? That R. Good Kelly... music comes from pain? 100%. That's one thing. Actually, we already know that as, as uh, music fans. Look, at, look, look two music. British artists, Sam Smith and Adele. Their, their whole albums are built based on pain. <laughs> I'll give you another example. Jay Huss. <laughs> Here we go. Good music comes from pain. Yeah, man. And experiences. Let's say experiences. Maybe yeah, pain yeah. is the wrong word. But yeah. anyway, Sam Smith and Adele. Yeah. All of their albums there. are just based on pain. Mm. And they are uh, historic. Big, they are the biggest selling, yes. probably one of the biggest selling British artists ever to grace this earth. Definitely. And Adele, men and women, she's almost like a guilty pleasure. Because mm. that, um, what's the name of her first album? Uh, 18 18 18 What's the No it's the next one The one with rumour has it Eight, Is it 18 21? 21 21 is the one which I love Let me actually find it It's got rumour has it, is it? So It's got fire in the um, I said fire Yeah Yep Is it 18 21 and I'm, I'm gonna say 25 And someone in the comments Is gonna be like Killing me but Probably. I don't care Yeah let them correct us It's fine I know it's 18 There's definitely 18 There's definitely 21 It's 21 21 is the one So rolling in the deep Rumour has it And turning tables How, many, the first how many albums has she got? Uh, we could find out now Fact check Is it free? So 18, 21, 25 Yeah, yeah so, so Sorry I think it's 19 by the way Oh 19 19 19, 19, 19 21 This is 25. what Google Google saying Google Google 21 Yeah 19 Yeah but uh, but Going back to R. Kelly R. Kelly mm-hmm. is Talented guy Talented guy and, oh. and, and hopefully This is the start of us Trying to find out A little bit more About the history And And Just a little bit more About the, the individual Not necessarily Just the hits If I listen to the rest of this mm. 30 Because it's about 20 minutes Same as Trapped in the Closet That was bare Yeah but they were They were cut up So you didn't have to listen To it all in one mm. And the way he He did the story Was sick bro It was mad Trapped in the Closet Was yeah. the next level So again to, Message to the youths If you've never seen it Go listen to Trapped in yeah. the Closet, man. We have to be aware. Some people might not have uh, seen it, heard of it, anything. They might not even really know an R. Kelly. They're like, ooh. Like, they don't know Will Smith. Will Smith acts. Nah, boy. He, he mm. sing, bro. He's a rapper. First first hip-hop Grammy ever went to Will Smith. But R. Kelly is... Um, would you say... All right, we've had this discussion last time on the podcast. Yes. Would you say... And it's not about R. Kelly, but I'm going to think. Would you say R. Kelly's a, a legend? Yes. Why? What con- what constitutes as a legend in your book? Impact on society, yeah. legacy, yeah, um, and yeah, impact on contribution and impact on society. Do you think they have to have legacy. an album in order to be considered a legend? No. Alright, cool. Then we differ. No. Then my argument last. Why week... do you? What, what are we talking? Just musically. I was actually talking musically. Oh, okay. We had a conversation about if Drake was a legend, but. Um, and what was it? What was the response to that? Me, I said Drake is he. We have to cons- we have to see what album is legendary status before we call him a legend. You can't just say man's a legend you're, you're, in this house. You're strict. You've got but, strict rules. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. my legends, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Nas, mm-hmm. and this is just in the US. If we go to the UK, you've got Kano. You've got Getz. Who else is there? Mm. You've got DWE. Um. Yeah, man. Like, even even new Angel is becoming a legend. You know why Angel? Because he he is more of he's one of the new gen. Angel has mm. got 
albums, mm-hmm. and that's my definition of a legend is having bodies an album. of work. Listen, okay. anyone, I'm not saying anyone, but any man that is half decent at music can bring out a single, mm-hmm. but you cannot put an album together. It's difficult. It's difficult. You have to put an yeah. album together. It's difficult. But this day and age, the way people are doing singles, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Um, people aren't really caring for albums. That's what like I'm saying. That. But me, yeah, you're, yeah, I care about an album. Sorry. Like if I saw, if, if I'm just thinking of the artists that I'm listening to now from the UK, no one's really talking albums. Jay Huss People, brings out EPs. What, with three songs? Yeah, man. Uh, that's different. You can't... That's not an album, I'm saying. That's he's I'm a saying. legend. I think Jay Huss is a legend. I'm never calling him a legend until he brings out another album. He's had one album. Are you saying Common Sense is, is the legend? Common it's Sense a banging is album. album. I never said it wasn't. Yeah? But is that legendary? Compa- compa- this is who mm. he has to compare again. Compare that to uh, 25. <laughs> and you can't say it's unfair what? because they're on the same charts. I was about to. I need more time. Compare that to... I need to, to do my homework. Compare that to Conspiracy. Skepta's album. It's, it's difficult, difficult to, to, to answer. 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 answer.